welcome to the Data Democracy. Presented by renowned O'Reilly author Ole Olsen Banyu. Empowered by Xenia. Make your data accessible and discoverable by anyone, anywhere, at any time. Hi everybody, you're listening to Data Democracy and I'm your host, Ole Olesen Benjer, Chief Evangelist in Cinea and the author of the Enterprise Data Catalog, published by Aureli. In this podcast, we explore what an enterprise data democracy is with knowledgeable guests. Today's guest is Pierre-Charles Igra, PC. PC has hands-on experience implementing data catalogs with great success. In my conversations with PC, it has become clear to me that the reason is his thorough, deep understanding of what this technology is and isn't, how the data catalog sits in the overall data stack and how it taps into a data management agenda. A lot of things can go wrong in that regard and oh, have I seen that, but not with PC. PC balances a busy schedule with a strategic full-time position focused on data and spearheading a data learning platform, the Data Literacy Institute, that is gaining momentum. So my takeaways from the conversation with PC. First, a data leader takeaway. Auditors and expectors will ask you specific questions to where data is located and you need to give specific answers. That is where data catalogs come in handy in a regulatory perspective. They mirror your actual data landscape. They are not loose assumptions about Second, a data democracy takeaway. We all have war stories implementing technologies, but if you manage to make technology fly, one of the key components is a deep technical knowledge that you manage to explain to all stakeholders in a simple way. And that is not easy. And a personal takeaway. PC is an inspiration. He's trying to unleash his inner entrepreneur And that's important. It's something we should all try to do at some point in our career. Okay, enough of me talking. Let's hear what PC has to say. Hi, Piaschau. Hi, Oli. I'm happy to have you on. Um, it's been a while since we began discussing, and it's uh, great that uh, we finally have the chance to to meet and talk. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Oli. And uh, I'm very happy to speak uh, today in uh, in the data democracy. Uh, thank you so much for uh, for inviting me. Of course. Okay. So so for the for the listeners, uh, Pierre Charles, can you tell you, uh, us a little bit about uh, where you're based and what you do, what kind of background you have? Yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. And uh, yeah, as you said, now we, we we know each other for uh, for a while now, and uh, well, it's always big uh, big pleasure to to discuss together and. Uh, So well, few few words about myself. So yes, I'm currently based in uh, in Lausanne in Switzerland, and uh, now working in uh, in this beautiful country since uh, 2017. Uh, last summer, I've launched uh, my uh, my website called uh, Data Literacy Institute, with main objective to uh, to make everyone learn easily and quickly the basics of data. Uh, About my background, I'm I'm also currently a chief data officer of the trading branch of uh, leading energy company Total Energies, and uh, during during my career, uh, I covered all aspects of data. So uh, first as network engineer and developer of databases, and then I have been doing data migration, BI architecture, data quality management, and 
Since 2011, uh, I shifted to data governance, so mainly leading data journey and uh, data mm. transformation programs. So uh, in multinational groups like uh, Givaudan and uh, CMA CGM in shipping. Uh, I've also worked as enterprise data architect uh, for uh, Philip Morris International. Uh, with deep exposure to a data catalog during three years. Um, and finally, so I'm now yeah, chief data officer with main objective to deploy uh, enterprise data governance and create more business value with, uh, with data. So I would say, yeah, I, I spent about 10 years in consulting and uh, the other half in uh, as permanent employee in multinational groups. Um, and yes, I'm now starting this uh, new uh, entrepreneurship adventure with uh, Data Literacy Institute. And uh, that's very much motivating and uh, exciting, yeah. Yes, uh, indeed. And I've been following the Data Literacy Institute, of course, uh, on LinkedIn and elsewhere. And and we'll get back to the Data Literacy Institute. I, I want to dwell a little bit upon all the experience that you have had um, in um, in, in big industry and uh, and as a consultant, um, <clears throat> just uh, reflecting back on on uh, on all those years, uh, what what led you to to do that shift at a certain point, focusing more on the strategic side of uh, of data and and less uh, database administrator or engineer? Of course, of course. Well, you know, first it was an opportunity, I would say. So when I started my career, it was really uh, focusing on the technical side of data. So uh, as I said, it was really... Uh, so I, I was part of Accenture at this part and uh, at this time. And uh, I was really uh, supporting implementation of uh, ERP and uh, digital digital implement, digital transformation. And uh, it was really uh, so, uh, yes, doing all the design, so uh, functional design, technical design, and uh, the implementations already of yeah, data migration and so on. And uh, there was really, I would say, uh, um, a shift not only in my career, but also a shift on uh, the demands from the from the different companies. So uh, early in, uh, in, in uh, 20, 2010, uh, there was really, uh, I would say, uh, a big, uh, big raise of um, data governance and uh, data catalog. And it was really this time where uh, companies wanted to invest more on their data sets, really uh, structuring their data, making inventory of their data, and also putting in place the right uh, data governance. So uh, I would say it was kind of uh, well natural shift, but it was also, uh, for me, uh, very interesting in the, having, uh, I would say, uh, another type of relationship with uh, the companies and the clients. So really uh, focusing on uh, their business strategy, on their business needs, and really serving the business. So uh, it was really building this uh, business partnership with the company. And so, yeah, that's why naturally I moved to uh, to data governance and data strategy. Yeah, but it's... An interesting move, and I can definitely sense that you are one of the few that have actually managed to do successful implementations of data catalogs and, and data governance programs in general. Thank you. There are a lot of people claiming that, but not so many people actually succeed at it. So 
So that must be a very interesting place and a very interesting experience. And I guess that's also why you are with um, with Total Energy uh, right now. Right? Yes, yes, and you're right. It's a it's a challenge because uh, well, they, as we as we both know, data catalog is not only solution or a tool. So it's uh, it's really uh, you need to put in place a methodology and. Uh, really to think about uh, how you will structure the information in the data catalog and uh, it's it's really as you said i'd say it's not always easy to have a success with uh, with data catalogs and uh, most clients and most companies think that uh, you just put the toolbox and you you plug this data catalog to the different databases and applications but uh, actually yeah you you really need to put in place the right governance around it so uh, and, and you're right um I actually had uh, two two success two successful experiences with data catalogs. So uh, in uh, in Philip Morris yeah, and in uh, also in um, in a, uh, in another company for uh, in uh, in luxury uh, luxury watches uh, in the watch industry. Yeah, and uh, it, it was really uh, every time this uh, yeah supporting global initiatives. So uh, uh, in uh, on one side it was really uh, supporting. Uh, the deployment of uh, uh, analytics and data science. So really having the data catalog, supporting the discovery of data and also having the full inventory of data. So both source data and also uh, the data of the, of the data lake. Um, and on the other side, there was really uh, a need for data catalog for uh, uh, data protection. So making inventory of uh, personal data. So with uh, data classification, data lineage. And uh, for that, you really need to, uh, yeah, to sit down a little bit to think uh, about uh, what are the needs, about uh, who will use the data catalog, and uh, how you will structure the information. So, really, to adapt uh, your meta model and the contents of it for, uh, yeah, for uh, for your audience. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great experience, uh, PC, that you have there. Actually, being able to doing this. Okay, so this is a very natural uh, transition, in fact, to the questions that I prepared because I guess, I guess all this experience is something that uh, motivated you. I mean, we all have these war stories when it comes to data, right? We can all tell these stories of failed implementations, of burning a mountain of money, not obtaining anything. I think everyone has those taboos in their career, but you managed to do something quite successful here, PC. And I guess that must have motivated you to create a data literacy, or at least be part of the reason why you wanted to create the Data Literacy Institute. Of course, of course. And yes, yeah, this is this is really something that I realized when I was uh, doing projects and uh, implementing uh, various things, so like uh, data catalog, MDM, and so on. There was really a need to... Uh, yeah, to, um, to, to make people aware about data literacy and to, to train people about data literacy. And it's really this point of uh, expanding the data culture in the companies. So uh, it was really the first intent to, uh, to build um, an e-learning platform that is uh, easily accessible to everyone who wants to learn more, uh, who wants to learn more about data uh, through uh, an original course. Uh, and that is available currently uh, in English and in French, so that uh, it can uh, it can be uh, used by uh, a lot of uh, lot of audience. Um, mm-hmm. And the complete learning program is called uh, 
data literacy from A to Z, so very uh, covering uh, all the different aspects of data. Uh, so from data strategy and data governance through data management, data quality management, uh, data catalog, data modeling, and, uh, and so on. Um, there's also another training offering that is called the Essentials of Data Literacy, uh, very focused and dedicated to business stakeholders. So uh, same uh, when you want to uh, engage with uh, business people and uh, you really want to, uh, um, to make it a success, uh, there is some work to be done uh, on the data office side really to, uh, to understand uh, the needs and also to work on the, on the use cases approach. But uh, on the other side, you, there's also some effort uh, on the business stakeholder side and it, it's really also the intent of this, uh, of this uh, module. So uh, it's covering the, the key topics that are required by uh, business stakeholders to support their business transformation and also to, to support them along their data journey. So, uh, covering topics like uh, analytics, data science, and, um, and AI. And uh, finally, the platform is also done for anyone who wants to focus really on a, a specific data topic. So uh, let's imagine that someone is launching a project on data catalog or data mo modeling or any topic. Uh, people can pick up uh, any module they want and uh, really learn more about, uh, about these and, uh, and also uh, so have the, I would say, the right knowledge and the, the good understanding of uh, what is data catalog, what is data modeling, and so on before, uh, before launching the project. And uh, maybe to explain to you from, uh, from where it came, yes, uh, the genesis of Data Literacy, data literacy Institute uh, came really from a a personal willing, ready to share my knowledge, my exper my experience, and uh, my 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 passion of data, and I'm deeply convinced yes, that data literacy in the, is uh, one of the most important, or uh, maybe the most important skill uh, to be developed in this decade. Uh, when you see the rising of uh, digital, the rising of AI, and also a more and more competitive global market for uh, any company. So. Uh, I ever wanted to launch my own business and to be uh, an entrepreneur. And uh, I had uh, my wife who helped me a lot in this way. Uh, and you, you know, it was during a yeah, discussion in the evening with her last year. And she said, look, you, you have so much experience in data and uh, really, why don't you start capitalizing on it and really uh, start your own business and uh, share your knowledge and uh, developing online trainings that anyone can attend and, uh, really accessible to uh, to everyone and it was really this point of uh, yeah data democracy and uh, and she was absolutely right because uh, this adventure is so exciting and I have so much energy and passion to give in the development of data literacy institute so uh, I really want to make everyone aware of the full potential of data uh, and really I really encourage everyone to uh, so everyone who is listening to, 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 to data democracy, to, to visit the website, uh, to learn more about data. And uh, yeah, ready for everyone to, who wants to grow data skills uh, with, uh, with Data Retrace Institute. Yeah. Well, thank you for this uh, in-depth like, explanation <clears throat> of the Data Literacy Institute. And I think you approach it at the right angles. I mean, there's some technical explanations, perspectives, and also some 
possibilities for, for, for business stakeholders to, to approach this area uh, in in a in a structured and strategic way. So so I really I really like that. Um, as we just mentioned uh, earlier in the conversation, you are also chief data officer for the trading branch in Total Energy, and I guess that's a that's a that's a very big role. So, how do you balance launching your own learning platform, your own business, and also being a full time employee at a very high level strategically in Total Energy? How do you balance that? Yeah. So you're right. Yeah, it, this is a very good point. And uh, currently, yeah, it's my uh, my personal balance. So uh, between uh, my uh, my role and my uh, new uh, personal adventure with uh, Data, Lit- Data Literacy Institute, um, even if I'm looking for more more time right now to uh, to develop it, and uh, and also uh, on the other side, yeah, uh, I'm fully dedicated to uh, to. Total Energies at, as a chief data officer of the trading branch uh, during uh, during business hours uh, with my team. Uh, we support the business every day uh, to make, as we said, a better use of data. Uh, and I think yeah, what my um, my permanent job gives me it's really a concrete and real side of uh, of data uh, supporting uh, really the corporate strategy and tackling real life challenges of uh, high demanding business. And really doing this uh, day-to-day implementation of data governance, and uh, yeah, as we said, uh, the the expansion of the data culture across the company, and this is a really good opportunity for me yeah, to uh, uh, really to uh, to implement it uh, and to to keep uh, to keep a fit in the in the real life. Uh, and so outside outside business hours, um, in the morning, in the evening, and. Uh, during my time off, I, uh, I operate uh, Data Literacy Institute uh, as, uh, I would say, multitask entrepreneur, uh, so doing the marketing, business development, uh, partnership, customer service, and so on. And uh, yeah, as I said, really, it's, uh, it's a good balance. So uh, on one side, working in a corporate environment to, uh, to, to, to fuel my, uh, my inspiration, and on the other side, uh, yeah, to, to, to run this side business activity. So, uh, Ready to, uh, I would say to to meet my uh, my passion, and uh, anyone who wants really to to launch their own business uh, one day, uh, I fully recommend. And uh, I would say that yeah, it's just uh, that uh, time uh, time and sky are the limits, but uh, it's a, it's a really good balance if you have uh, if you're able to do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Many things resonate with me here. I first of all, I think that it's. It's super nice to have your own business or consultancy or whatever uh, you you structure your own business as. I remember <clears throat> prior to joining Senia that I had a lot of fun with my own consultancy also in my spare time because I also had a full-time uh, employment. Um, and it's just super fun to have your own business. But, but I guess... The kind of things, so I wasn't doing the exact same things as, as you were doing with Data Literacy Institute. I was giving talks about my books and doing technical reviews of technologies yes. and, and setups, right? So it's a little different, but still it's it's very, very nice to have these distinctly own professional perspectives 
And then also have, just as you mentioned, this link to a concrete reality in, in big enterprise. I learned so much as a leader and as a data architect uh, in, in big complex industries. You learn so much and you cannot get that knowledge anywhere else. You have to understand the context of technologies at scale in a specific context and actually be in that context with all the political stuff going on, various departments wanting different oh, yes. things. And you want to know how to balance all that. If not, <clears throat> at least in our field, there is not a lot of advice to give. If you're just like, if you don't have that super practical, successful experience uh, in industry, just like you had. So, so I like your explanation of, so, so it's not an either or, right? You have to have both a little bit in our field to actually succeed with this. And I, I miss it. I still have context now that I am with a with a software vendor. I I miss that context a little bit, and I I, I meet regularly with uh, old colleagues to discuss topics, and and that's super helpful to just get back into that. And then of course I get to to meet a lot of clients. That's also super helpful in that regard. Okay, so let's move on, uh, PC, to some of the next questions here, um, because you are obviously a long-time successful data catalog implementer. Um, and so to you, data catalogs and data governance should perform in at least in three regards. And, and you mentioned this to, to me earlier to, to our uh, or before our call. And this is uh, auditing, reporting, and data privacy security. Um, can you expand a little on, on, on that? What, what does that mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and uh, that's what that's what I said a little bit in uh, in introduction. That's really a data catalog is very good enabler of uh, of data governance and uh, other uh, areas like data protection and so on. And actually, you know, there are, I would say there are so many things to say about data catalogs um, because uh, well. When you start implementing them, you really uh, start discovering the full potential and really uh, the full capabilities of uh, data catalog. And uh, these are really amazing tools. Uh, yeah, and as I said, uh, they are really key enablers of uh, data governance, um, but uh, you, we will see a little bit. So really, uh, they cover other stuff like uh, information management, data protection, cybersecurity, and uh, also regulatory compliance. and. Uh, Personally, I discovered data catalogs for the first time in um, in 2011. So uh, when I shifted a little bit to uh, to data governance, and uh, it was what, while I was working as a consultant um, uh, in CG, CGI business consulting, and uh, my boss one day came to me. Uh, he just came back from a demo uh, of a data catalog, and he said, "Look, these tools are insane." You can have a look on all your data sets available in one place with characteristics, definition, ownership. And for him, these tools were really going to totally change the way we manage data. And I think he was absolutely right because you can do so many things um, and data catalogs, they totally change the way we manage data in the company and the way we structure data in, uh, in the company. Um, in the past, we had data dictionaries, we had also data modeling tools, but uh, I, I think really that data catalog go a little step beyond. And really, uh, 
this is with this is with this point of uh, centralizing this information and and really being at uh, at, at the core of uh, or at the center of uh, information management data governance data protection and also uh, audit and traceability uh, in one place that you couldn't get only with uh, data dictionaries and uh, and data modeling tools um, mm -hmm. But back to your question, yeah, I, I had several experiences with data catalog where we use them to uh, to really improve audit, uh, reporting, and uh, data privacy, uh, especially in regulated business like uh, like pharma and uh, and finance. And you see, yeah, when you have uh, when you have auditors coming to your company and asking questions about uh, specific claims, uh, they need data, and for that, yeah, the data catalog is the perfect place. Uh, And it's perfect starting point to know uh, where the data um, where the data is and uh, and also yeah to see where it is stored and where it is used um, and this is the same when you have indiv individual claiming so for example for personal data rights like uh, the right to access and the right to be forgotten um, through the entire data lineage of customer data you will be able to answer easily the request from any employee or any client who wants to know where the data is used. And without this customer data map in the data catalog, it's impossible to execute the right to access or the right to be forgotten efficiently. And uh, another benefit I could see uh, from data catalog is uh, in regards uh, with uh, regulatory compliance. So uh, for regulatory reporting, for example, uh, so When uh, the company has to provide uh, regulatory reporting, you can easily tag and you can easily identify the data that is under regulations like uh, SOX, FINMA, or FDA, for example. And uh, you can also document the reporting requirements in the data catalog so uh, that these requirements will be used directly by uh, the data engineers to, uh, to build the pipeline and to automate the, the generation of the reporting. And... Uh, In that way, yeah, the data catalog is uh, is used for uh, two main objectives. So really, uh, find the data that is under regulations, and uh, also uh, implement uh, compliance rules from uh, from the data catalog. But uh, right now, uh, the big use of data catalogs that I can see, um, it's really for. Uh, regulatory purpose for uh, GDPR, CCPA, and other data privacy regulations. So, uh, and we have also this uh, new uh, new federal act on data protection uh, that has been launched in uh, on, on the 1st of September here in Switzerland. And uh, to, to comply with this data privacy regulation, uh, yes, basically the company must be able to identify where personal data is stored, uh, anywhere, at any time. And for that, uh, they really also need to know uh, which data is a personal data, so through uh, data classification. And company needs to know where the data is stored, as we said, through uh, data lineage. So for that, uh, yeah, from my previous experience, what I could see is that data catalog is a perfect tool. So perfect tool to support uh, the job of uh, data protection officer and also perfect tool to support uh, internal controls and uh, other compliance teams. Um, and in some extent, you can apply the same concept of personal data classification to confidential data classification. And uh, 
for example, the implementation of DLP, so uh, data, loss, data loss prevention uh, for uh, cybersecurity. Because when a company implements DLP, they need also to know which data is confidential and uh, also, yeah, you need to know where this confidential data is stored and is used. So, um, yeah, data catalog is also the right place to do this. And finally, um, I have also the case for uh, regulatory compliance in, um, in pharma and finance, uh, as mentioned before. So uh, the auditors will make sure that companies put the necessary protection solution in place uh, so to protect uh, sensitive data. And for that, yeah, they are asking if you implement a data catalog and uh, they are always happy when you say that you have a, a data catalog implementation ongoing. And so at the end, yeah, with data catalog, companies have the solution for making inventory of this sensitive data. So for meeting uh, regulations and auditors' requirements and uh, I hope I gave a good overview of uh, these capabilities. So, uh, uh, based on your question, uh, Ole. You definitely did, Yashal. Thank you. And I want to add that you can very, very clearly, I mean, I, given that I have written a book about the subject and talked with a lot of people, I can definitely also sense that you understand this technology in depth in, in the sense that it's a physical representation at a metadata link it's a but it's a representation at the at, of the physical layer of data right so we're not anticipating stuff here it's it's empirical we see what kind of data is in which kind of data sources how it travels to what degree it's sensitive confidential to which requirements or regulations this data adhere to so you can definitely tell that that you have tried to work with this technology in a context where it's much appreciated and also understood, which is not al always the case. So, so that is a it's a great explanation you just provided there. Thank you very much. Uh, and I maybe, guess, uh, maybe just one point. Yeah, one cool. point we can add only in that sense is that yeah, you, I, I would say you cannot. Uh, you cannot lie because, uh, as you said, it's uh, it's directly the representation of what is actually implemented in the systems, and uh, and so for uh, auditability and traceability, yeah, data catalog is very good. You can see really uh, what is actually existing, how the data flows are built, and uh, also you can have the history if there were changes and so on. So, uh, yeah, it's really uh, really a good place for uh, auditing data. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, PC, for pointing this out, and and that's a great way of expressing it. Can't lie. I mean, there's so many tools that work at a higher level of abstraction, where you do anticipations of the data that you have in your IT landscape, where you declare, for example, in a CMDB configuration management database, you declare, okay, we have this kind of data in these kinds of systems. The truth of the, the 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 fact of the matter is we don't know we don't know if that is the truth. You have to take a data catalog technology into use if you will actually examine okay what kind of data is actually in our uh, IT landscape in the various uh, data sources out there right and 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 that's an entirely difficult uh, different and very empirical approach and I. So I like you. I definitely sense that you have worked with this technology for a long time. Um, 
Okay, time is running out. PC, I have one uh, last question for you. Um, in this conversation, we will keep on talking, but in this conversation, um, what are your future plans? I guess uh, you expect more uptake on uh, the services provided in the Data Literacy Institute, and and in that case, what, what do you plan to do in the future? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and thank you for asking, uh, Ole. Yeah. You know, uh, today, the, uh, yeah, the online offering is quite uh, complete, I would say, and uh, yeah, my website is also covering... Uh, all region wor worldwide. So uh, I would say that yeah, online uh, I did the stuff. And uh, of course, I have plans for future. And uh, I would say the very first of them is really to continue developing uh, partnerships, uh, partnerships with vendors, with companies, so really to uh, to expand the distribution of Data Literacy uh, Institute course and uh, really uh, for for this uh, objective of uh, data democracy. So really to, uh, to, uh, to, to, to target and to... To, to really reach um, as uh, as many uh, companies as possible, and uh, in in the past months, uh, I have signed enough several partnerships, um, and I've also launched an affiliate marketing program. So it was really, uh, I would say, uh, the activity, uh, the launch activity uh, of uh, of the website. And uh, next year, I will also do more. Uh, more physical activities, so on-site. Um, I will participate to events and conferences. So, uh, for example, I will be present at the Gardner Data and Analytics Summit uh, 2024 in London in May. Uh, and also, um, yeah, I will be present in, uh, in our event here in, uh, in Switzerland, uh, the CDOIQ European Symposium, so uh, in Lausanne in, uh, in September. Um, and of course, yeah, I will continue uh, regular promotion through the company page uh, of the Territories Institute on LinkedIn, because uh, yeah, we both know that LinkedIn is a, a wonderful place for for that. Uh, so I will continue uh, making posts and uh, articles about uh, data in general, and also sometimes, uh, yeah some uh, special announcement or special offers so for example like uh, like black friday that is upcoming and uh, um, after the training offering itself um, I, I will continue developing the the enterprise offering uh, to propose the course to uh, for large scale training in uh, in multinational groups so uh, with this uh, capacity to uh, yeah to train people in english and in, in french um, and uh, I, I'm already able to propose this kind of offer. So, uh, uh, and next year, if I can find more time, uh, yes, as I said, I will start developing uh, on-site trainings, uh, and also I will I will start giving courses as uh, as lecturer in uh, in schools. So that's the plan, <laughs> and because yeah, Ole, we we both know that yeah, the passion of data has uh, has no limit. So. Uh, and really, we we miss time. We miss time to do it uh, as we would like to do. And uh, well, together we are very good example of uh, data democracy advocates. So we we love speaking about data. We yeah. At the end, we want everyone to be data literate uh, because, as we said, it's really uh, one of the most important skill, and uh, it's very important for everyone to to be data literate and uh, and also yeah to to get the full power of data yes yeah, through. Uh, through yeah, amazing tools as we said, like uh, like data catalogs, like uh, like Zinea, and uh, 
for me, it is uh, as simple as that. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, PC, for for this uh, future perspective. Uh, I hope to meet you on conferences and and in in reality uh, in other contexts uh, in the in the future. Uh, I'll also be traveling to various conferences and. If, if there are any seats left at the CDIQ in Lausanne, I'd be happy to to to, to, to jump on a plane. But uh, we can always yes, discuss please. that. Um, but PC, it was a pleasure having you on. Thank you so much for taking the time, and um, I really wish you the best of luck with the Data Literacy Institute. Thank you, Ole. Thank you, and thank you for inviting me. And thanks everyone, uh, yeah, for uh, listening listening to uh, Data Democracy. Yeah.